maybe you're like me, but there's something about fall that I definitely love, but the weather changing, getting cooler, the, the, you know, evenings getting darker sooner, at least here in Kentucky, that's how it all goes. I just feel kind of blah some days, right? And I feel like I need more energy. So I wanted to bring a guest on today that would talk to us all about getting our energy back, keeping it up, knowing what to evaluate to really have it, not just slugging down (laughs) cups of coffee or a soft drink or anything like that, but really get to the heart of what is causing our lack of energy. I want us all to feel like we really can show up where we need to, especially these next couple months where it's full of different kind of memory making with our children and our families, and we just want to be there for all those intentional moments. Today's guest who is going to help us with just that is Lori Aikman. She is a functional medicine nurse practitioner who guides women to align with their body's unique needs so they can feel their best and make a greater impact. Working in family practice, she saw woman after woman struggling with fatigue, weight gain, mood swings, insomnia, period problems, low sex drive, and more. When her traditional medicine training fell short of helping these women, this led her to discover functional medicine. Now she works with women to discover the root cause of their symptoms and heal through holistic means. Lori is married to Devin, and they have two children under two. They live in Central Florida and first met at a CrossFit competition. You can find her video series, The Top Three Reasons You Still Feel Like Crap Even Though Your Doctor Says It's Normal at laurieaikman.com slash freebies. Come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the papers still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mom of four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend. With your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee, I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom. She likes pumpkin-flavored things, but won't eat pumpkin pie. Jennifer Zambio! Hopefully after last week's episode for Christmas shopping, you feel super motivated to get all of it done by December 1st. I hope that that was a good challenge for you and you're staying on top of it. If you have not listened to that episode, go back. I think it will motivate you to keep going so that... Really, when you get to December, you can feel like you are focusing on that time together. I know you want to do a lot of family stuff. You probably have a busy schedule and you don't want the weight of, uh, I got to do the Christmas shopping. I have to wrap. And you don't want to be up till 2 a.m. on Christmas Eve, hand raised, 
here because that's how I always roll and I'm not doing it this year. When you are choosing to give gifts, I know that it's really important to you that you give a gift with meaning. You don't want to just check the box that you gave someone something. You wrapped it up and it becomes more junk or another candle or <laughs> another little basket of soaps. And while those are great and I love to receive those myself, it is nice to give something that feels like you're really giving something with meaning. If you have to gather products in your home, you know what they do for a family. They transform you. They give you the communication that you need when you are tired. They give you the words that you want to say to your child when they're having a bad day. They give you the laughter that you've been craving in your family through all the busy days when you feel like you haven't sat down and connected for so long. They give you the words you need to speak at a restaurant when everyone seems like they want to grab their phone because the service is taking too long or they're getting bored because it feels like the adults are having the conversation and the kids are not. Together for family dinner, placemats together, together, the note cards, everything is there. It's designed for you to speak the words without any effort. And you can give this to families that you know would love it. If you can think of a family that's running around crazy this holiday season or through the year, or they're going through a, a, a season where they feel disconnected, give them this. If they are a family that you know loves to be together and they really focus on family quality time and they're making it work every day, gift this to them. They will love it. This will be so treasured. The kids will love the stickers and the parents will love that they are creating these moments without even trying. Go to togethermoments.com, shop all of our Together products. And if you want a special gift message on that gift you are giving, simply put it in the little box at checkout and I will make that happen for you. Welcome to Families That Stick Together, Lori. Thank you for making time for us. I'm really excited to share you with our audience today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. I wanted you here because I know that our audience is going to benefit so much from your mission, your message, and I know they can walk away with practical, tactical things they can use right now, today. So Let's introduce you. I, I want to share with them that you're on a mission to help women feel great and live a life we love. So tell us what brought you to this place, Lori, and why it revolves around helping women get energy back. Yeah, yeah. I um, So I guess a little background, I'm a nurse practitioner. I started in the hospital years ago, and then I moved to outpatient. I was working in family practice, and I felt like I just kept seeing all these women a lot of times after having kids, you know, who would come in and they're like, I'm exhausted all the time, or I have other symptoms too, you know, like I can't lose weight like I used to, or I have headaches or maybe anxiety or depression type symptoms. And it just felt like, you know, I was seeing a pattern of women like that. And I love people. I want to help people. And we would just not come up with any answers. You know, I would um, do some basic workup, you know, let's check your thyroid. Let's, you know, check your vitamin levels, things like that. And um, we just wouldn't come up with any answers. And so that led me to intuitively, I guess I knew there was more to the picture, you know, these women had really something going on, but 
the way I was taught, you know, in a more conventional or Western medicine way, we weren't finding any answers for, for their symptoms. And so that led me to find functional medicine where we're really looking at the root cause of the symptoms that we present with, you know, these symptoms that we have, uh, you know, a lot of times when you, we may go in and see your doctor, you know, and you might get a, people call it a pill for the ill. You have some heartburn, let's take some indigestion, you know, let's, or indigestion, let's take, um, take this pill or you have headaches, let's take this pill or, but, but really if we, you know, dive deeper and we look at what's really going on at the core, at the root of these symptoms, we really can do a lot of work there and avoid just kind of covering up symptoms with medication. So that's why I wanted you on here. I heard you on another podcast, Peace and Productivity podcast, and you were talking about having more energy, which is Mm -hmm. what (laughs) all of us want more of. We moms, we want more energy. We we do want to look at that root cause. We want to get answers, but we want it to work into our life. So I know you ask your clients, are you ready to feel alive? Do you want to feel energized, have your mind clear, focused, peaceful? So tell the mom sitting here why this episode is one that she should really take to heart right now and pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so much of this, you know, there's the, the practical of like, okay, here's things you can do to take care of your body, but, but why you know, I feel like so much of it goes back to like the cultural expectations sometimes, or like this, even expectations we set on ourselves that we have to spend ourselves for our family. We have to like put everybody else first. We have to check all the boxes. And then at the end of the day, we're exhausted and we haven't like done anything for ourselves. We haven't like filled our cup whether that's, you know, emotionally too, but also physically, you know, we've, we've, I think we're culturally we're set up right now. I think everybody would agree, you know, we're always on our phone or we're always, um, we're always in demand. I think, especially if we're parents and if we have a job and, you know, there's things bombarding us all the time. I mean, how many of us, how many of us, if we're really honest, do we like sit and chill and, and without, numbing out, you know, without just like scrolling on social media or Netflix or whatever it is, how many of us really take time every day to, when we look at it, it's like getting out of that fight or flight mode and getting into the rest and digest is, is the basis, you know, what we want to do to be able to, to recharge so that we have the energy, you know, we can fill our cups so that we have abundance to give from to our family, to our kids, to our jobs, uh, our spouses, our partners, whatever, you know, all the things we have in our life, we've got to fill our cup first before we can really give the way we want to in our lives. So you're saying you do believe there's a way for all of us to really live in that rest and digest place and have more abundance? I, I believe so. Yes. I think you, you know, it's, it's some of it is time management, you know, some of it is, um, saying no, you know, but, but that I think it's really the prioritizing yourself and giving yourself, um, you know, self-love, self-care, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I, 
what I find and maybe how I feel like I was raised or the messages I got was you have to do for everybody else first. And it's selfish if you, you know, give yourself that time. Like it's, uh, you know, if I'm like, honey, can you watch the kids? And I'm going to go get a massage. I'm going to go, go for a walk even. And like, and my, my kid wants me and he's crying, you know, it's like, Oh, I can't take, you know, and just there's, there's things that can come up and make us feel really feel guilty for taking time for ourselves, but we, but we need that physically, mentally, emotionally to recharge and get in that good place where we can physically give, you know, we have the energy to, and we can mentally and emotionally give too. So yeah, thanks for saying that and encouraging us that it is possible in our daily life to do this. But I knew you, you bring this perspective from being a nurse practitioner and I, I want to share a story with you. And then I want you to bring it to our audience of what you actually like to help people with. So I remember seeing a doctor many years ago when I only had three children at the time, they were all four and under. I was packing up a house to move. My husband was traveling. I ended up with some pretty scary anxiety and blood pressure problems. And the doctor said to me, you have modern mom syndrome. And I kind of laughed in agreement at the time, but now, you know, 10 years later, knowing what I know, there were so many other things I could have gotten a hold of in my life at that time, rather than just just brush it off with what he was telling me was a way of life and just deal with it. Here's some medicine to help with that or whatever. Mm-hmm. So can you share with us the steps you take to do what you say is connect the dots in every area of your health and not just fix one symptom at a time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that. Cause I, I hear stories like that from women. Like every time I talk to somebody, you know, most women have had that experience where they, especially if they've been moms, because it's really easy to write that off. Like, well, you're a mom, you wake up in the night with your baby or, you know, whatever it is you get written off. Like your mom, it's just par for the course. But then the converse, the next conversation that I have with women is, is they tell me all the things that they have, whether it's something like that, they're having anxiety, they're having palpitations, they're having, um, their blood sugar is dropping or, and then they can't sleep at night. They have headaches, they have digestive issues. And it seems like there are all these random symptoms but when we look at it, they really are all related. So that when I feel like everybody has heard, everybody's heard about adrenal. So the, the first kind of piece of the puzzle, I think that happened, well, I shouldn't say it, especially if it's moms, there's kind of two that my opinion can kind of happen. It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg. When you hit that postpartum stage after you've had a baby. So the hormone changes that happen postpartum affect your gut microbiome, which is like your good and bad bacteria in your gut. And so when that gets out of whack, that can set us up for infections. It can lead to leaky gut, which I know is a term a lot of people throw out there. And so we can see a lot of times women developing uh, autoimmune diseases after they've had babies, um, a lot of Hashimoto. So women diagnosed with thyroid problems after they've had babies 
And most often that is uh, a Hashimoto's or a autoimmune thyroid disease. So there's the, the gut microbiome changes postpartum. And then two, it doesn't have to be postpartum, but you have this impairment in your adrenals. So your adrenals are these little triangular shaped glands that sit on top of your kidneys. And these are, I think adrenal. So your adrenaline comes from your adrenal glands. So if you're stressed out, if you if you encounter, and I shouldn't say stressed out, if you encounter a stressor, you're even can be something exciting, you know, like you're getting, I don't know, think about a runner that's getting on the lining up, you know, a sprinter that's getting ready, their adrenaline is going to fire because they're getting ready to run their race, you know, so the adrenal glands can are beneficial for us. They allow us to respond to stress. But the problem is, is that most of us are, because we're constantly in demand all the time, our adrenals are constantly firing and constantly producing cortisol. And what happens is we our adrenal output of cortisol starts getting out of whack. We can get, we have a heightened, uh, you know, an increase output in cortisol when we're under that acute stressful situation. Then when stress continues, we're constantly bombarded with stress. We go into an, like an adaptive phase. And then eventually we can get into a burnout phase, which I've seen in a lot of women. And so when that happens, our thyroid hormone is affected. Our thyroid hormones are affected. Our sex hormones are affected. Um, a lot of times I see women who aren't, uh, when we look deeper, they're not ovulating. So they're not having adequate levels of progesterone. And then when your adrenals also regulate your immunity of your gut. So then you can have this onset of GI symptoms, you know, where you're having indigestion or you get this because your immunity is suppressed from the adrenals being taxed, you can get, um, you know, these overgrowth of bacteria in the stomach, um, as well. So there's like, it's kind of like this, it sounds really complicated, but when we look at that pat, I see that same pattern over and over and over again, where it's adrenals are taxed through, it can be a number of reasons sex hormones or thyroid hormones start getting off, then gut infections come on because those adrenals are intact or, it, or then you can, you can have a gut infection that then taxes the adrenals too. So that's what I was saying. It was kind of like chicken versus the egg, but with all that, when you're, when your gut is not functioning properly, you're not absorbing uh, your nutrients well, and then you're getting headaches, you're getting anxiety. So that's, I think the two main big things going on when people are having like, if you're coming in with palpitations or what are some other ones I've, I had a, a client with that recently and her doctor sent her to cardiology to get checked out because she's having palpitations, but her adrenals were just firing and fire, you know, she was in a high stress state. And once she was able to do some self-care things, take a couple of days off work, rest really, you know, we started implementing some things in her to help decrease her stress. The palpitations went away. So I, I feel like I gave a long-winded answer, but that to say all these period problems, uh, fatigue, losing your hair, headaches, all of it really is related and comes down to those core uh, root issues a lot of times. That was not long-winded. I, that was so interesting to me. And it, it 
makes so much sense. It really does connect the dots. Like you said, it, I hate hearing that example where your client, or this could be myself or anybody gets sent immediately to the cardiologist because you're having heart problems. Well, let's not just put a bandaid over the problem. It does make so much sense what you said, like, no, no, no. Let's back up and see what are all the true environmental factors at play here. Mm -hmm. And can we do things to eliminate them? Right. Is that everything you're saying? Yes, yes, uh, yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And I think what's so great about what you are doing is you care. You, you are not, and I'm not implying that doctors don't care or anything Mm -hmm. like that, but you have built your practice around making sure you listen to your client and really Mm -hmm get to that so she doesn't have to jump Mm -hmm. to something that's not actually hitting those root causes, like you said. Mm So I I think a lot of us listening here want that holistic approach. We we don't want to run to the doctor for everything, nor Mm -hmm. resort to medicine as a quick fix. So can you share with us, Lori, um, maybe just three to four holistic strategies Mm -hmm. all of us could be using more in our life that will increase our energy, but in a good way, not increase where the adrenals are constantly firing and causing the problems, but Mm -hmm. make us feel like we are in that rest and digest phase more Mm -hmm. than we place ourselves in right now, probably. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah. So one that I would dive in and say the number one that's most important um, that somebody probably could integrate in their life every day is that relaxation piece that, you know, taking time for yourself, even if it's just 10 minutes every day, um, even if it's just five minutes, I mean, literally start, start somewhere. If you're like, okay, I'm going to take two minutes and I'm going to, you know, literally just, just start one, 1% better every day and taking a moment to de-stress, I guess is what I typically call it. And that can, you have to kind of learn what works for you. And I find, especially if you're like a type A, go, 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 check all the boxes type of person, it can be really hard to sit down and let me just try to do some deep breathing or not that, you know, because you're like, no, but I, I have to do all the things and my mind is going a million places, but just starting somewhere with relaxing your body, relaxing your mind, whether it's, um, there's so many resources out there now, you know, these, uh, the calm app or insight timer, or where you're, uh, if you are that person, that's, that was me when I first started learning like meditation or mindfulness or whatever you want to call it. I found it difficult to, I guess, not be thinking all the things and not feeling like I needed to do something. So something like a body scan or deep breathing where you're literally thinking and like counting your breaths, that is a, can just make a huge difference in your ability to respond to stress and your sleep and to help regulate your nervous system because you're not in that fight or flight mode. Another thing is just hydration. So many of the, so many, I can't tell you how many uh, women I've talked to over the years when we, i figure out, okay, how much water are you drinking? They're drinking like one bottle of water a day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're walking around dehydrated, you know, every day. So just a practical thing is just drinking enough water every day. I would say shooting for like 80 ounces of water 
Can um, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Can yeah, you tell yeah. us? Because I go in spurts of that where I'm really good at drinking water. And then I'm like that where I get to the end of the, the day. And I think, did I even drink any water today? So tell us what, why we need to stay on top of that dehydration from an energy standpoint. I mean, yeah. I know we know we need water, but tell us yeah. why. Yeah. So your brain is super, um, sensitive to dehydration. So even just a small, um, like a couple percent shift in your like body water, you know, just getting like a, like a small percentage dehydrated, you are, your brain isn't going to function as, um, efficiently. So you're just not going to think as clearly. I mean, it's easy to get like brain foggy and fatigued. And the thing we do is, okay, we feel a little tired. We feel a little brain foggy. Let me grab another coffee, you know, which dehydrates you even more and stresses, like drives up that cortisol level even more. So drinking water and, and two, I should say with some electrolytes too, if you can get in some electrolytes every day too, because our, our, I think when we drink water, essentially that water is eventually making its way into our blood like our plasma and things. And it's not just water in there. It's water, it's salt, it's potassium. Um, so if you can drink water with some electrolytes too, that can really do wonders for you feeling like your brain is thinking clearly having energy. And I think it's pretty, an underrated thing. You're like, oh, like you said, Oh, I know I should drink water, but I just don't want to, or it's just not a habit that you've built in. So you don't do, it. and I'm, I'm guilty too. I mean, I, I drink a good day. I drink a hundred ounces of water. Um, but there's days where I'm on calls all day and it's like, go, 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 you know, and I get to the end of the day and I'm like, Oh gosh, I think I've only had like one of my, you know, one of my Yetis or whatever, you know, my big container. So I've only had like 30 ounces of water. So I I'm totally guilty too, but then another one I would say is, um, so blood balancing your blood sugar which when I say that a lot of people think, well, why do I need to, I'm not like diabetic. So why should I care about my blood sugar? But even our, even our fluctuations in our blood sugar in a non-diabetic, you know, range, um, can really affect our energy affect our, you know, clear thoughts. And I talked with a client recently who she's like, sometimes I feel what was the symptom? I want to say she told me she felt a little nauseous sometimes. And if she drank a soda, then she felt a little better. And I think she was thinking it was the carbonation and it was, she was, her blood sugar was dropping. And when she had the soda, it brought her blood sugar back up. And then she felt, you know, cause when we looked at what she was eating and the times and stuff, her blood sugar was dropping. And I, and I think that can have, I'm someone like that. I can tell my blood sugar will, if I don't stay on top of it, will drop before I actually feel hungry. So that was something with, you know, with busy moms, things like that, you can think, oh, I'm not hungry, so I must be okay. But if you were not eating enough protein is really, really common when we look at women, you know, and look at their, what they're eating, look at their nutrition. So eating enough protein at meals in order to keep that blood sugar stable throughout the day um, and keep the blood sugar from making big up and down swings. So, cause when we're just eating carbs, um, say if we have, you know, we go through Starbucks and we have, I don't know, a latte, and then we get like a, you know, a, even if you're having like a banana bread that has some walnuts in it or something, it's mainly carbs. 
So that blood sugar is going up much faster and then coming down much faster versus if we had like the egg sandwich or something, we've got a little protein. So that blood sugar rise is going to be more, more gradual and then come down more gradually. So that is huge for energy. And again, something I think people don't realize or, or maybe uh, don't, don't understand the value or the impact. So that was worth three. That was three, right? That was like three. <laughs> that was three. Did you have another one or did I just I'm trying to think sleep, which I know sleep can be hard, but really prioritizing sleep is, is huge. And I know sometimes it's like, well, I, and I find that too at night, I can finally, like when my kids are asleep, I can take a shower and like take my time and which I need that too. I need that. Like that's kind of my time to down regulate, you know, at night. Um, uh, but, but kind of paying attention to, okay, what time am I going to get up in the morning? And really, you know, you need more than five or six hours, you know, you should be shooting for that seven to nine. I could go on about sleep hygiene and things like that. But so what about naps for us who can't get the eight hours of sleep a night? And maybe we don't plan for naps, but it just happens that way through different seasons that we're going through. What do you think about naps? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And in seasons, you know, I've got a three month old. So um, thankfully she's a better sleeper than her brother was. So I, I, um, but I, every now and then I take a nap, you know, when, it, when we've been up, you know, every two hours all night and I've not been able to hit that REM sleep, you know, you're just exhausted. And I definitely think that naps are, can be helpful. I think just makes me think of a client example. If you are feeling you need to take a nap every day, um, I'd be curious what is going on that you feel like daily you can't get through the day without a nap. Is there a blood sugar issue going on? Um, are you not getting good quality sleep at night? Or I think my personal opinion, yeah, if your lifestyle allows you to sleep good at night, then you shouldn't need a nap during the day every day. Okay. I'm not getting naps every day, but there was <laughs> not at this point in my life. I'm good at, at this stage. However, you know, there were those times where yeah. I couldn't keep my eyes open past three o'clock in the afternoon. It just wasn't happening, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, okay. So let's say I'm sitting here and I, I want you to do a diagnosis on me, or I want to talk to you about what I'm going through. What does that yeah. client relationship look like with you? Where can we um, how do we work with you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the best way is probably just checking out my website. Um, so I have, I do have like a free, just like 15 minute call. If somebody's like, okay, I just want to kind of get a little, like, you know, sometimes it's, you have to feel comfortable with a person that you're working with. So, um, that is an option I have. A, a consult that we do that's paid because it's an hour of my time or up to, we can go up to 90 minutes. Um, and I'll even review your labs so you can upload documents and we go through a thorough health history. And then that way I can give you my assessment of what's going on and what I think would be most effective for you moving forward. Um, and then if you're like, Hey, I'm in, I want to work together. Like, let's, you know, let's do it, you know, optimize my health all the way. I, I have it packaged as the, the vibrant woman is where I work with women for a six month container. 
and we're doing a full functional lab analysis from the beginning. So we're doing, it's about six different tests. Um, we're putting all the pieces together, really getting a picture of what's going on with your body and then doing those more holistic things. So it's lifestyle management, dietary things, nutritional supplements to regulate your adrenals, heal your gut, you know, looking at your genetics even too, and understanding your, you know, what your body needs uniquely based on your genetic makeup. But I, I would say my website's probably the, the place to go. So I would guess a lot of people come to you when they already have a problem, but what about people who maybe they have um, like a history in their family of something and they don't, they don't want to get to that. Do you do a lot of preventative work as well? Yeah. Yeah. I have some that say I've got some clients that come and they're like, I've had, you know, the workup I've had colonoscopy, you know, like I've had like pick people, particularly with gut issues, you know, they've had all these workups, colonoscopy and CAT scan and things like that. Um, but then I have my, yeah, my clients that are like, they're pretty healthy. You know, I can think of one client in particular, she does have Hashimoto's, um, but she's like an athlete. She's really looking for to be her healthiest. And so she doesn't necessarily have like a illness that's holding her back every day, but she's looking to optimize her health. Yeah. I, I, I just asked that question because I said here, you know, I'm over 40 and <laughs> I am at that point where you think, well, I'm healthy now, but I see people older than me or, you know, whatever. And maybe they didn't make the best choices. I don't know what mm -hmm. happened. Why are they at the stage they're at? Yeah. And you think, you know, like, what's the domino that had to fall to get there? And how mm -hmm. can I stay on top of that? And I, this is such a good conversation for me to sit here because as much as I think I make the relaxation time for myself and the hydration and the balance, the blood sugar and get the sleep. I, I definitely can improve on all of that. And I know I can think of some health things, you know, nothing serious going on, but I know that that would adjust that right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and I think too, for women, we can, you know, I was even just a client, I had a client that's a friend. Um, I, we've known each other for years and she was just kind of saying last night, like, I think, I have symptoms, but I minimize them, you know, I'm like, Oh, it's not that big a deal. You know, it's, that's, everybody has that. Right. Um, and, and just really going, okay, well, let's, I, I, a lot of my clients, none of my clients, I will say are like super sick people. They're normal women, you like you and I, and you know, they're not like in the hospital or things like that, but they're like, well, I have this or I have that. And then when we take a look, it's like, well, yeah, you're in adrenal burnout or, you know, you have Hashimoto's and you didn't know it. Or we, we uncover again, we get to the root. Yeah. They, this is so interesting because it, it's what you just said in the beginning was we minimize it because we're not, we, we just don't think we need to take that much care of ourselves. Everyone else needs us. So I'll be fine. This is just a stage. I'll get through it. But there's, like you said right here, that there are so many things we could be doing to get on top of it and really optimize our energy and feel the best we can be, which is mm -hmm. what you say. You want us to feel alive. Mm -hmm. So thank you for your mission. And I think you're doing wonderful things out there, especially thank for you. my audience who 
needs that energy so they can raise the family they want. They can create those intentional moments and have time for it and feel like they want to be there in those moments Mm -hmm. and holding their family strong. But I want to end with the question I ask every guest, what is one thing helping your family stick together right now? Yeah, I thought, well, because you sent me the questions, I thought about this. And honestly, my first reaction, uh, my first thought when I read that question was, um, you know, my, and I would say my husband kind of creates, he's, I feel like leads us with this. We just have this, like, we're team Aikman. We just have this, like, team mentality of our family and just thinking about, you know, he and I, of course, talk about our goals and things we want to do. Um, but we, I think just really having that sense of, yes, we're the Aikmans and this is what we're doing. You know, just that sense of team as a, as a family unit, I think just really, you know, that's something we want to instill in our kids too, as they get older and they understand that more and they're still really little right now, but. Oh, that's super sweet. I love that because yeah, as they're little, but, or they're little now, but as they grow up, if they know that's what you stand for, then they just know you guys are unified and here's mm-hmm. what we do. And here's what we stand for in our home and how we act. That's awesome. All right, Lori, why don't you share with us again, where exactly people can connect with you, follow, hire you as a coach and, um, the free resources you have for them that they can grab off your yeah. website. Yeah, I um so I'm just at uh well my website is lauriaikman.com so it's l o r i a i k m a n.com and then I have a, I've got like a just some free resources on there video like a pdf if you just do lauriaikman.com slash freebies, or if you go to the homepage, there's a link where you can click freebies. And then I would say social media, I'm probably most active on Instagram. Like I've got some lives coming up where, you know, we're just having conversations and just getting people to start thinking about things in a new way. Um, so I have some lives and stuff coming up with some friends that I'm chatting with on Instagram. But anyways, I'm just at Lori and Lori Aikman on Instagram as well. So they can find me there. Well, everybody definitely head over, check out Lori's Instagram page for sure, because you do a lot of great reels over there, always giving us good advice, go to her website and consider how she can help you maybe sign up for one of those coaching calls and just get assessed and see where you need to go next. Lori, thank you so much for being here today and sharing with us how we definitely can find more energy in our daily life. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.